Hey everybody, welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. And today's episode is uh, the second installment of our gaming series on here. This is Tanuki Talk. This is Tanuki Talk 2. It's a me, Mario, in your ass. So it's two Nuki Talk. All right, dude, don't make me stop this recording. All right. <laughs> and uh, for today's show, we are talking about um super mario 64 a favorite of george's and mine um and uh, this is the topic that uh george came up with this topic we had you know we're kind of gearing up into the 666 weeks and we kind of i don't want to say this episode was an oversight but um we were like oh hey shit we need a topic for this weekend so this is what we decided to talk about we'll vamp for this for you know there's a, 20. There's a plethora i mean i mean we're we're two uh, like nostalgic video game guys. There's there's a there's a plethora of options yeah. for us. So I bet we are. I just so I just came to the the the, the first idea that popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which to be fair, it's not it, it doesn't take much to get me to be like, hey, Super Mario sixty four. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Revenge of the Sith episode uh and you know all of our other episodes uh if i sound really tired everybody i'm exhausted but we're gonna power through this and uh you know uh, uh yesterday george and i went to Lank city we uh went and saw the great alice cooper uh for the third time for me fourth time for george uh still putting on a great show um 74 years old wild wild um, and, yet I, and yet I'm going to complain about being tired after a day of doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, we're recording this on Sunday. You might hear this tonight. You might, you'll probably hear it tomorrow, though, <laughs> uh, which would be Monday. So you're going to get it the day after we record it, probably. I'm or probably you'll hear, it. or you'll hear it the day that you push play. So, mm, yes, yeah, that too. Just push play by our ah. Uh, no, because uh, after, after we record this, I'm probably going to go to bed. Um, <laughs> so I this will be posted on Monday. I believe tomorrow is the 19th, George. I think um, so. Yes, tomorrow is uh, yeah, the 19th. This, this will be uh, it'll be posted then. So fuck all you people, goddamn! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm kidding. Whatever. Uh, so uh, that's about it. Uh, you know, Super Mario 64. Um, you know, I've said this before, many on many of podcasts. Uh, this is my all-time favorite Mario game. Uh, let's let's, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, it's released uh, in Japan, June twenty third, nineteen ninety six. Uh, North America was September twenty ninth, nineteen ninety six. Europe and Australia was March first, nineteen ninety seven. Imagine having to wait like that long to get it. Yeah, you know, uh, that's just fucking insane. Uh, you know, the usual, I'm not going to run down everybody, but, you know, you know, the usual guys, Sigur Miyamoto, creative Mario, stuff like that, you know, director, producer, stuff like that. So, uh, composer is, you know, the guy who's done all the Mario games, which is Koji Kondo. Uh, imagine and, just, imagine having that on your resume. Yeah. It's like, oh, what have you, it's like, oh, what have you, what have you composed? It's like, mm-hmm. oh this and you just flop a giant dick on the table mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> those he, are my qualifications it's it's kind of crazy Let, let's let's talk about like mario for just a or, or nintendo for a minute it's really kind of crazy that all these classic uh le- like legacy mario games the, the platformers you know like mario zelda metroid um have basically all have been crafted by like a team of like eight people like, it's all the same guys you know what I mean? I think this is wild to think about that. Yeah, it's insane. It's not it's not like they went out to, you know, like another studio and got involved. It was just like, yeah. nope, this this is us. Uh-huh. This is what we're this is what we're bringing to the table. Uh-huh. Uh, I know I know um you know like the Metroid series has a different like I, I, I not showrunner, but it's you know the guy who basically like runs the Metroid you know, uh, like what's the one I'm thinking of? Like, like, like the the franchise in Nintendo. Right. Like he he's part of that team, but he's he's not like you know like Miyamoto is uh, Miyamoto. Uh, 
uh, uh, Miyamoto is like the guy, you know what I mean? I, I, it's how I look at it. He's like, he's like big, big chief number one in Mario in, in, in Nintendo pretty much. But, uh, so, uh, uh but, better than a uh, Sarge over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I can't remember, George. Did you have a 64 when it came out? I didn't get it when it came out. I got mm. a 64 probably a couple years after the fact. Uh. Um, so I didn't have this game right away. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, this, I mean, it wasn't like the, I mean, this is kind of a hard game to get because a lot mm. of people were going for it. And it's, it's, it's beloved by majority of mm-hmm. people from I'm, our I've generation. Never, I've never heard anybody say a bad thing about this. I mean, I've heard people say bad things about it. And it's probably like the negative things that I have to say about it as well. I mean, I don't think this is a. I, I think I'm not going to sit here and say it's a. It's a shoot ten out of ten. Mm. Uh, th- there, it does have its faults, like any game does, mm. for the most part. But I didn't. I didn't get into this. Uh, I, I actually didn't play this. I don't think it had to be probably to like ninety nine. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I. I don't know where I'm going to give it a 10 yet. Cause I do this, this, this is my personal favorite Mario game. I don't think it's the best. Like I think Mario Odyssey is like the crowning achievement. Galaxy might be up there too, but um, you know, uh, this is up there and I do have some issues with the game. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but you know, I did have this I'm trying to remember when I got the 64, you know, I want to think I had it like almost right away. To be honest with you, I think I got, you know, I had, I had a, oh, I still have a mom, but I'm saying like I had a mom who always tried to get me like the systems when they came out, you know, again, it also, my dad was a gamer too. So like he, you know, it wasn't just for me. Um, so I'm trying to, th- I, I think I had, I think I had the 64 pretty close to its release and um, this, I think might have been the first game I had for it. No, it was Rogue Squadron. But this was one of like this was there was like there was like a collection of like three to four games I had to start with. And this was definitely one of them. I love this game so much. God I have so many memories of it. And um I always always love this game. So George, how about you? Uh kind of this is this is this is the topic you chose. So let's uh, why don't you lead us in? Why don't you flop it around? <laughs> okay. Uh, the the funny thing about Mario sixty four is the fact that this came out in nineteen ninety six. So if you don't count Super Mario World two Yoshi's Island, which a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. If you watch, if you look at a lot of YouTubers, if they put it up there, you know, you, you'll see a lot of guys who are involved who do a lot of Nintendo based projects on YouTube, um, like top tens and, and, and whatnot. They will usually do like a favorite level or at least favorite level. And they'll go through the entire Mario series, starting with Mario one, they'll throw in lost levels for one reason or another. Yeah, um, I don't know why. Mario 2, Mario 3, they'll do they'll do the Game Boy games, Mario Land and uh, Mario mm-hmm. Land 2, Six Golden Coins. They do Mario World, but Yoshi's Island is always missing from their list yeah. because I can only assume that they don't count it as an actual Mario game, despite the fact that it, it is a Mario game. You just don't play as Mario mm-hmm. for the majority of the game. It's Yoshi the entire time, except for when you get those little superstars. Then Mario, you know, gets a cape and mm-hmm. he can he can run around Yoshi's in a giant egg. But that's that's the extent of the Mario play in in Super Mario World 2. So yeah. if you don't count that, which I do just from my own perspective, Dean, I think you do as well. Because you're no, also I do. yeah, because you're also a fan of that game as well. Yeah. I, when I, it come, I absolutely I don't mean to cut you off. I absolutely count that as a Mario game. Well I mean obviously Yoshi is a the primary character but you're you do you do play pseudo as mario in it yeah. so i mean it's um, got all it, the mario i mean it has the mario elements i mean they're shy mm-hmm. guys shy guys were in mario brothers 2 despite the fact that mario brothers 2 is uh is the dream plot line wise so yeah. shy guys essentially shouldn't even exist in the real world but they do in but they do mm-hmm. in this one mm-hmm. uh, 
Kamek, the Magic Koopa, we see we we saw him already in Super Mario World. So yeah. I mean, Baby Bowser. So it's Bowser's a baby. I mean, these are all Mario elements. So I don't know why the people don't count it. Um, I do, but that's where I'm kind of going to leave that off. We'll save that for mm-hmm. another time yeah, yeah, when, we, yeah, yeah. when we get into that. Maybe, you, uh, you... I, think, I think I think what I want to do is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to pitch the idea to you now. Uh, basically, I think we should uh, going forward. We should do like Mario the NES years, and then like Mario the Super NES years, which would cover both Super Mario World games. We're talking about the '64 game. This is the only game we got in the '64. Yeah. So, um, and then we'll talk about the modern games later on i know you probably haven't played many of them but we can still talk about of course um now obviously i'm talking about like the murder platformers not the Mm spin-offs like mario Mm -hmm. party luigi's mansion but when you look at the actual platforming games Mm -hmm. like i said if you don't count yoshi's island there were six years in between the release of super mario world and super mario 64 Mm -hmm. like that is mind-blowing to me yeah like you don't realize it when you're when you try to remember it back as a kid. You're like, oh yeah, I played one and then jump right to the well, other. Because the timeline, you know, because you know, when we look at our timeline, it's like, oh, I know we we're remembering back 25, like 27 years. So it's you know, all those years are done mm-hmm. have basically all like, jumbled together. Like as far as I'm concerned, the 90s was just a a seventh month period that I don't remember <laughs> most of. Well, to be fair, George, uh, I will bring this up. Super Mario Sunshine was also six years after Super Mario 64. Yes, it was. Yeah, I'm looking at so, the timeline. Um, but... And in fact, I believe we are now, uh, all we are coming up on the five-year anniversary of Super Mario Odyssey as well. So, um, and I've heard nothing about a new Mario game. Um, so if they were to drop that, the news of that, I mean, I mean, if you keep up with the, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, keep up with the trend i guess you could say um you know we probably should get a new mario game next year which would be six months you know six years six months six six years from you know its release so and the funny thing is this timeline that i'm looking at it doesn't even have a mario rpg on it so it must just not even count it at all now that's wild yeah well mario rpg was not well received by you get a mario game you're expecting certain mario aesthetics and you know you're not expecting final fantasy with mario characters it's got a big following though now not a not a huge one though no i think it's i think it's grown one over over the decades it's definitely got like you know um i never i don't remember ever playing it when it came out though i'd like to play it though I didn't. I didn't play it when it came out. I remember the commercial mm-hmm. where it was just an old guy telling the story to his <laughs> kids. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Smithy the sword shattered the star road," and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, "I." For some reason, that's lived right in frame in my head for you know, tw- for like 25 years. So mm-hmm. for for no mm-hmm. apparent reason. So well, when we, so, yeah. so yeah, so when we got <laughs> Mario 64, um. You know, Nintendo really kind of took a risk with this and they took a chance because we were so used to a Mario side scroller. Now there is no side scroller. It's yeah. it doesn't it doesn't exist in a 3D format. Now we got Mario, you know, we're controlling him from a third person perspective. Mm-hmm. So which at the time was kind of odd because we're not we weren't used to that. Um, at the time that I got to playing it, I was a little used to it because I've already been playing it because I had already played Crash Bandicoot mm. and Tomb Raider and various other games on the PlayStation. So I was already kind of used to a third-person perspective to a point. But with Mario, it just it it it, it was a, a you know for forgive the pun, it was a whole new dimension. Yeah, you know they're in. So, mm-hmm. and they even play it up to where, in fact, like it's not just, you know, the side scroller. Like you can control the camera and to play it up yeah. is they got Lakitu. I'm calling it Lakitu nerds. I know some people say Lakitu. I'm calling it Lakitu. So, <laughs> deal with it. I, I will change my pronunciation when you don't cry about it. Um, I also say Lakitu. So don't worry. That's the thing with, with a lot of these characters. We never heard them. Mm-hmm called by their names mm-hmm. so it was 
already interpretation. So for 30 years, it's Lakitu, and for another 30, it'll still be Lakitu. Um, but he controls the county. Yeah, this mm -hmm. guy who was a, a well, he needs enemy. to do a better job because that's my one complaint. Yeah, I mean, well, maybe he should hire some more Lakitus to to help him with that or, or get a better yeah. camera. But yeah. the angles were way off. Uh, yeah, at times it can get really bothersome. Um, that's that's like my main complaint with the game. Yeah. That and some of the uh, some of the jumps you have to make in this game are just completely fucking stupid. Yeah. And the overworld, I mean, mm -hmm. like, there really is no overworld map. It's not like, True. it's True. not like with Mario Brothers 3 and Super Mario World, where you were just kind of, where you could kind of pick the way you wanted to go. I mean, you mm -hmm. can still do that here, but it was a different perspective. The castle is your overworld map. Yeah. Um, for those of you who have not played this game that came out almost 30 years ago now, mm -hmm. the plot is mario was invited to peach's castle for a cake uh bowser has broken into the castle and has trapped everybody inside paintings in the wall mm -hmm. sure guess hmm. i mean it's not the most it's not the most out of the out of the ordinary thing that this giant lizard has done he was floating around in airships two games ago so mm -hmm. Not out of the realm, not completely out of the realm of possibility. Mm. But so now you have to go into these paintings, collect these power stars to release the inhabitants and to save uh, Princess Peach Toadstool once again, because this she just keeps keeps getting in all kinds of trouble. Mm -hmm. uh, just just a uh, you know want to drop this a little bit of no, go ahead, go ahead. knowledge on you. Knowledge, so Super, you Mar Super Mario sixty four sold uh just under 12 million units in 1996 um to uh contrast that with i will i'm gonna go i'm gonna base this off of the wow i can't galaxy and galaxy 2 did not sell great if you think about when they came out um that's wild uh the basis or the contrast is with the other like major titles of the franchise. Super Mario Brothers, released in 1985, sold 40 million units for the oh. NES. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 sold just about seven and a half million. Uh, roughly so. It is, I don't hate Super Mario Brothers 2, and we'll obviously we're going to talk about it on another show, um, but it is one of my least favorite of the franchise. Um, I think the overall theme is the best part of the game. Um, <clears throat> Super Mario Bros. 3 sold uh, just above uh, 17 million. Um, Super Mario World sold 20.6 million. Uh, I mean, that's being regarded as one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Uh, I said this This is just under 12. Like, literally, it's 11.91. It's um, to, then to contrast, you had uh, New Super Mario Brothers and New Super Mario Brothers Wii. I don't know. I don't know what the difference for these two. Okay, that's wait. What was the new circumstances? Oh, for the DS. Okay, um, that's right. They both sold thirty million units. Uh, oh, actually, wow. su yeah, Super Mario Brothers for the DS sold thirty point eight. Uh, and then we'll just kind of hop down to Super Mario Galaxy. I'm sorry, Odyssey. Um, it sold twenty three point zero two million units. So. Um, this, I would say this was a very good selling game. Uh, this yeah. is, you know, that's a, that's a lot. I mean, the, the, you know, I would say if my memory serves me correctly, um, I think the 64 sold about 32 million units. Um, so you figure just a little under half had it, maybe just roughly a third ish of owners of the 64 own this game, you know? Yeah. So I don't know why that's not higher because. Why would you buy a Nintendo system and not buy the flagship title? Yeah. That's um, so understandable. Mario World probably would have had higher sales if it wasn't for the fact that the game came with the system. If you bought the system, you got oh, the game. Sure. So for you sure. didn't even so I mean mm. you take you take that 20 some million that they sold and add literally every game system sale to it as well and yeah. that's what mario world sold i'm going to um, also assume that these are 
U.S. sales as well, not worldwide. Uh, yeah. Because sure. I mean, that has to be because you can't tell me out of the hundred, out of the almost hundred and eleven million units of the Switch that have been sold, that only twenty three million Super Mario Odysseys have sold. That I don't believe that one bit. I don't. I, I don't believe only a sixth of the people who own uh, the Switch own Mario Odyssey. Yeah, especially since Mario Odyssey uh, is the highest rated Mario game of all time. It's got a Metacritic score of ninety seven out of hundred. That's the highest rated uh, score of any Mario game. That is fuck. In- that is- that's fucking bonkers. Yeah. So, and I mean, it's a phenomenal game. So, but back so to me, back to back to Super Mario 64. Yeah. yeah so I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump into to a bit of the gameplay and the controls sure. here for a minute. Um, sure. Dean, mm-hmm. Dave, George, this game like really turned everything on its head because mm-hmm. along with the whole, you know, you're no longer going side to side. Um, yeah. The flying aspect that was introduced to Mario World with the cape, a lot of those have kind of gone out the window. I mean, yeah, you got flying yeah. with—I mean, you got the flying with the mm-hmm. wing cap, which <laughs> is um, frustrating at best. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's mastered it, I'm like, I—I—I I, I, I tip my wing cap to you because mm-hmm. uh, no, at 37, I still struggle with it. And I'm like, all right, let me just let me just calm down and like just take my time with it, and mm-hmm. I'm. I'm all fucking thumbs and thumb toes. I can't. You're all, you're I can't do anything. I'm all sixes and sevens with it. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't figure. No, this shit I, out. I, I, I'm the same way, dude. I the 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 wing cap is one of the things I've just never been able to master. Even as a kid, you know, 26 years ago I couldn't do it, and as a 35 year old I still can't yeah. do it. I, I, just, the, I just can't. I can't do it. No, they added the the double jump, the triple jump, the mm-hmm. wall jump, the mm-hmm. like the the running leap, all these different types of jumps, which you know are cool. As you know, it's like, oh, this is awesome. But then when you realize, you know, you need to do these jumps to get some of these stars. Oh, uh, you and, mean like at a uh, cool cool mountain, it, we gotta do the side jump to get up onto the ledge. Can you eat shit real quick? We'll we'll get into these fucking shitty levels. Yeah. In a minute and a half, but like the wall kicking, I struggle with. Mm. Like, I shouldn't. I watch, you know, I've seen the videos on YouTube of people doing. It. I like watching um, play. I like watching playthroughs because uh, I like watching people who are better than me do something that I can do. It's kind of <laughs> like it's kind of like why I watch sports on TV. It's like, well, I can't throw a ball that far. Let's see what somebody else can do. But it's. You know, but these are games I've been playing for. I can do. I can do wall jumps. You know what I can't do? I really suck at when you got to like triple jump and then bounce off the wall. Like that last star in Cool Cool Mountain where you're running up, you got to do, you got to like do a triple jump and then like, because you got to get that extra jump. Yeah. In to then, to then bounce up all off the wall. That, t- that takes me forever to get that done. Yeah. And but then, then you, there's the, see, then there's the one star in, in Boo's Haunt or whatever. I, I can't remember what's called this. Um, oh, the one where you uh, where you have to fight Boo on the roof, and yep. then you have to long jump over to mm-hmm. um, like another ledge, and then you have to run up to the top yep. of of Boo's mansion, but it's on mm-hmm. slant, so you so you have to keep running. Mm-hmm. And the and the, the camera angle is so shitty, so the camera doesn't oh, yeah. zoom in on you at all. It's nope, like, it actually you know, zooms out. <laughs> it's like, you know, you could, but you went backwards, idiot. Like, you, mm-hmm. your, your finger hit the wrong button, Lakitu. So mm-hmm. you basically have to try and gauge that, or you have to get right up on the screen and be like, am I, is this where, mm-hmm. is this where I'm supposed to go? And it gets really fucking irritating. But, but even then, the only way to get to the roof is you have to do a, you have to do a side jump off the wall to get up that top ledge. Yeah. And it's exactly. not exactly not exactly easy to think. Nope. At all. Um, and also gone, just kind of like from the mythos of what we know from Mario from this point, what, what's gone are the main power-ups. There's no fire flower. There's no power star. I mean, the stars are just what you get when you complete the little missions in each level. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you don't get a star and then you get the invincibility where you run around flashing colors and just wipe out everything in your in in your path mm-hmm. there's no 
Um, there's no cape feather. There's no tanuki tail. There's no tanuki suit. Like the power ups themselves, the, as we know it, were gone in this game. Yeah. And I don't really. Th- I think they were pretty much gone until what? Until new Super Mario World Brothers on the way. Dean, is that when they came back? Um. Yeah, probably because that was that was essentially. Um. Yeah, that was, that was essentially just the the original the Galaxy, game remade yeah. pretty much you know they pretty much yeah. remade that game yeah because galaxy and sunshine had different types of power-ups too if i'm not mistaken correct mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you only get three power-ups in this game which is fine i mean you, you, that's really all you get in the other games you get a mushroom you get a flower you get a feather you get a mushroom you get a flower you get a uh, a tanuki tail but you get the wing cap which we have discussed is uh fucking bananas mm-hmm. on toast and even dealing with that there's the metal mario which i'm a I'm, I'm a big fan of metal mario as am i and there's also the invisibility the invisibility mario which is dumb mm-hmm. i'm gonna say it because apparently when you're invisible that means you can also walk through walls fine mm-hmm. just, call, just call it ghost cap because that's basically what it is pretty much yeah um now getting these caps, usually you get like the red coins. When you get a red coin, you get a star. Um, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you this live. What do you got on a video here? Have you ever gotten any red star or any red coin power ups with the wing cap? No. Yeah, that's the right answer. I think I got I I got one and it was the one in Bob on Battlefield the like the very in the very first level because I just got lucky firing through the cannon and I was able to get Oh it. Yeah, yeah yeah I've got I've gotten that one yeah because that's that's easy to get. I thought you meant like when you actually go activate the switch for the Oh yeah no I've uh, never gotten Yeah that. I, that's what I thought you meant. No 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 no, no but I, I've gotten I've gotten some of the stars with the with the cap when you like maybe launched yourself out of a cannon. <laughs> That's about I it. I don't, yeah. know how to fly. I don't know how to fly, so it's. Just, I've I also just never gotten the. I've also never gotten the star in the vanish cap uh, area either. With the red, with the, with the red, uh, with the red coins. Yeah, the red coins. I've never gotten the red coins in the vanish I just, cap area. I just. I've really, gotten I them I got in. The, I've gotten one. them in the metal in the metal area because mm-hmm. those are pretty easy to do. They just they're yeah. just underwater and just need the, the metal cap so you don't get swept away outside. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that one's not complicated. It's but these power ups and they're not like they're it's not like you get them throughout the game. Like you you just need them to get certain stars. So right. it's not like you it's not like the old games where you can just go through and uh you know keep the fire flower for 10 levels, you know, mm-hmm. until you get hit. And that was another thing that changed too was the hit bar. You know, you can get hit up to what six times in this game before you lose a life. You get ejected um, out of a uh, painting. I think it is six. Yeah, it's either six or it's eight. It's one of the two. Yeah. So it's, it's six. Yeah. So I mean, like, basically everything that we knew and about the coins one, and the coins replenish your health too. Yes, coins replenish your health. Mm-hmm. Um. So everything that we've ever known about Mario games was thrown out the window. Mm-hmm. For this game, everything was on. Everything was changed on side. Mm-hmm. There's only a hundred coins per level, and some of those you have to get by beating villains or, mm-hmm. or enemies. So, you know, it's not like there's an indiscriminate oh. metal uh, level. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> thanks, Womp. <laughs> so it's not like there's a massive amount of coins that you can just kind of go through and rake up lives. Nope. I mean, they still keep track every 100 coins you get a life, but if you get every 100 coins in the level, you get a star. Everything's everything's about building up the stars in this game. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, Dean, do you want to take a little break? Then we'll get then we'll uh, come back and we'll jump into the level aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, we only got a few minutes left on this recording, so uh, we'll be back in uh, we'll be back in two and two. Mm-mm-mm. We're back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Womp's bat, uh, Womp's Fortress. Uh, <laughs> Dean Holzoff, also known as King Womp, everybody. Yep. John, uh, Johnny Multiverse over here, usually known as uh, Johnny Tanuki mm-hmm. on these episodes. 
<laughs> or it's uh or or uh very similar to uh the Gorons. Yeah. <laughs> five oh, people yeah. are gonna get that reference uh, listen they better have played uh majora's mask or i'm not <laughs> no ocarina of time nobody's playing yeah. majora's masks <laughs> only chris <laughs> yep, only chris no I'm, I'm i'm gonna give it a run through again uh i'm really holding off playing um for the Nintendo, you know, obviously the Switch Online, the 64 thing. I'm really holding off playing Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask until I can get the wireless 64 controller for the system. Um, I was going to do that for Nintendo, but I was just like, or Mario, and I was like, yeah, but I really want to fucking play Mario. So, um, but that, that motherfucker sold out right now. Yeah. You didn't get it. You didn't get it for Mario because you didn't want to throw that controller across the room because it costs money. Lots and lots of money. Uh, correct. And wet dry world is the big once I get the wet dry world, I'm like, oh I like I like wet dry world a lot, but it's a very frustrating level at times. Yep. So yep. good segue. So in yeah, perfect. <laughs> yep. So in in Mario 64, mm-hmm. there are um, 15 stages, 18 if you include the Bowser, the Bowser battles. Um, they are as follows. I'll just run them off here, kind of rapid fire. Bob Bomb Battlefield, Womp's Fortress, um, King Jolly Roger Bay, Cool Cool Mountain, Big Boost Haunt, Hazy Maze, Cave, Lethal Lava Land, Shifting Sand Land, Dire Dire Docks, fuck you, Snowman's Land, fuck you, Wet Dry <laughs> World, Tall Tall Mountain, fuck you, Tiny Huge Island, Double Fuck You, uh, TikTok Clock, yeah. Uh, TikTok clock and Rainbow Ride, which uh, skip ten times out of ten, skip. Yeah. The and it's not even like with other games where with the other Mario games you get, you know, there was maybe like an increased level of difficulty to some of mm-hmm. the levels. Um, I kind of powered through Mario World when that came out. I didn't get any, I didn't get any real struggles until I unlocked the other special levels. Mm. Like gnarly and tubular and mondo and such, mm. but Bob on Battlefield, Wom's Fortress, uh, Jolly Roger Bay are like fairly simple, easy as pie levels. You mm. can 100% them with no real effort. Cool, cool mountain. Well, I don't like. Which is a shame because I do like ice levels. I do like Mm -hmm. Ice World and Mario 3. I do like the various little snippet of ice levels that we got in Super Mario World. I don't mind them too much. They don't give me too much trouble. Mm -hmm. But fucking cool, cool mountain and snowman's land. I hate snowman's land. Like, what the? Like, cool, cool mountain. Struggle for days. Cool, cool mountain is like i love hate it like i have a lot of nostalgia with it because it will it's, it's one of those you know those those opening you know like four levels you know you start with bob bomb battlefield which is my favorite of the game a lot of it has to do with it, it's kind of like why i like world one one in the original Mario. it's nostalgia i will openly admit it it's it's nostalgia i will never forget when i first played that game um I think I first played it at my uncle's house. Again, like my uncle's a gamer too. He doesn't play as that much anymore, but like my cousin Mike is a uh, is a gamer as well. Um, <clears throat> even though there's like a ten year age, you know, there's a ten year it's close, probably close to a ten year age difference between us. But uh, we've always got along really well and stuff like that. And uh, I'm older, obviously. Um, but uh, you know, I, I just remember playing. I, I had that, but I remember I think I first played it over their house. I, I don't think I played it yet. And just that game, that level, it's like 1-1 one, one is just, it's etched in my brain forever. So um, that's why I do, that is my favorite level of the game. Uh, it might not be the best, you know, but it, it's my favorite level. Uh, you know, and Cool Cool Mountain and Jolly Roger Bay and Womp's Fortress, they're just those four iconic levels that start that game. And now, at 35 years old, the game has been in existence on, you know, multiple platforms you know, emulators and stuff like that for 26 years. 
you can blast through those four levels in if you know what you're doing like we do like we know what we're doing in those levels yeah cool cool mountain might be a little frustrating but if you know what you're doing you can easily get through those four levels in less than 30 minutes it's yeah. just they're, they're they're just simple introductory low introductory levels to uh, the game um and I think that's what makes those levels fun, though, because when you're running through them, you're—I—I I always think back on like when I was a kid. I'm like, fuck, man! Like, it just makes me think of when I was, you know, uh, nine. It was a dryer, uh, nine to ten. You know, playing this game. You know, because I'm was born in '87, so um, just makes me think of that time as a kid. You know, same thing with Mario Kart too. We'll talk about that in our show too. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, you know. Um... Bob on Battlefield, Wamps Fortress, Shy Roger Bay, Cool Cool Mountain. Those are all like your four introductory levels. And then you face the Bowser in the Dark World. Yeah. And you unlock the key and then you can go into the basement, mm-hmm. which you always kind of could. You could get in the basement, but you can get into the backyard, which yeah. is where Big Boo's Haunt is. But Boo doesn't show up until after you've gone to the Dark World. Correct. Once Boo shows up, you can then you know you follow him out into the into the, the courtyard out back, and there's all these boos going around, and mm-hmm. you know, and ju- just like before, if your back is to them, they will you know advance on you. But when mm-hmm. you turn around, they don't disappear. This, I mean, well, I guess they kind of sort of do disappear. They disappear when you get close to them. Yeah. So, but you can actually, unlike in the previous Mario game, you can actually take care of these boos. You are defeat them, kill them. Uh, however you wish, you know, you basically by doing a jump and a uh, uh, like a power slam on them, mm-hmm. not power mm-hmm. slam, but you need like a bump bump that he mm-hmm. essentially is. There's a name for it. Gr- ground pound, ground pound. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, got it. Got it. But here's something I'll point out to you, Dean. I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but when you're in that back courtyard area, and this isn't that stupid fucking L is real shit that's on the. The, the star thing in the found. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. We'll get into conspiracy theories s- somewhere down the road. We'll get Jesse the body on to talk about. Oh, that was my Voila. Mario Dean. Well, uh, they killed my Mario George. And uh, what would really, what really happens is when they come here, uh, Gorilla, and uh, you know, I, I was the governor of Minnesota, and I had the highest. Uh, uh, approval rating of all governors of all time, you know, and when that, what I did was I made Mario cool again by being that guy to take out Bowser for him when I was a Navy SEAL and man. I did it in dire, dire docs because Mario's a frog <laughs> man and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> Not disrespecting Jesse, I love him, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, fun, it's, fun, to, it's fun to do that. So. Yeah, it's fun to, it's fun to Funny to give him a little razz. Yeah. But if you look at the back door, I go to Jolly Roger Bay by I crawl on the ground with my frogman gear, and you can't see me because I'm underwater in camouflage. I'm under the water camouflage, hanging out with Unagi, the giant eel. The star on his back, I put it there, tattooed him. Because I'm a sexual fuck. tyrannosaur. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, eel. I'll come after you and I'll fucking beat your shit, fucking shit out of you. It's turned into something. Yeah, it's, it's gone off the rails. Yeah, but when you look at the deal. when you were in the, how do get with this? Yeah, man, I'm not going <laughs> to debate you right now. The when you're in the back courtyard and you look at the back door that you came out of, you mm-hmm. can see that it's like kind of makeshift, but like they had to like makeshift the wall. So really. So there's kind of like a popular theory that that's how Bowser got into the castle was that he's obviously too big for the door. So he just kind of barreled ass through the back and broke into the castle. And then like that makeshift, like little thing that they did with the doors was just them kind of faking a wall to cover up the hole. You know what? When we get off of here, I'm going to go look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Go look at that. Um, and, and let me know your theory. Cause I saw some people talking about it and then I saw it for myself and I was like, well, I'll be a son of a bitch. You know, we saw we watched a YouTube video about this game, and I will admit, I mean, I don't get creeped out by this game, but I could see why people could be like kind of creeped out by this game. Like, it's not well, like, and know. I'm I'm gonna kind of touch on that for 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 a second okay. because um, I like Wet Dry World. Mm-hmm. Um, Wet Dry World is 
probably my favorite, if not my second favorite level in the game for um, first is Jolly Roger Bay for all the obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you just put on that fucking that track for Jolly Roger Bay and just zone out. Yeah. Suddenly the world makes sense. Yeah. Oh. But I like wet dry world. Um, I always I, I always have. And it's it's the only level that's in the that's in the upstairs that doesn't give me any massive trouble. I mean, those little fucking power flipper things, they can go pound sand and eat a bag of dicks. I got no time for that. I uh but I don't have any there's old but the people the, talk but yeah. With uh the mountain. That that that, uh, that that doesn't give me any trouble, but it's like once you get into like uh what is it, uh fucking the island um tiny huge island yeah that that for the most part gives me trouble and, the spiritual you know, success the spiritual success for the giant land from uh mario 3 mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah it's um it's it's once you once you get past uh the mountain but a lot of people talk about this negative emotional aura that wet dry world has because they're like you know it's or you know they, they have like a feeling of claustrophobia because it's you know it's not a very big world in general. It's, it's only, it's basically a perfect square. Mm. Um, there's not a lot of, there's really not a whole lot of enemies in it. The only real interaction you have is with a bob buddy when he unlocks the cannon so you can mm-hmm. shoot to the underwater, like the little underwater village. Yeah. And people are like, you know, oh, and people are like, oh, like, did somebody live there? You know, or, you know or did they all drown? I'm like, you guys are digging too deep into a video game. Mm-hmm. It, it, into Mario game, you you can basically make all you can make those same arguments for literally any Mario game of why there's no other life and it's just enemies. But sure. you know, I think the the presentation of it I, makes it a little bit more the, of a, an eerie feel because the whole game you because know? the skybox is it's the they use a picture of an existing city. And they 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 threw a blue hue over it to make it seem as though it's underwater. So people, I, I guess people dig in deep, or maybe it's just people who who play the game in one shot from start to finish. And by the time they hit Wet Dry World, which on the list is actually stage eleven, yeah. you've already probably been playing this game for maybe two, maybe three hours or so, and you're probably just fried by the time you hit to it. So your mind just starts to kind of wander. But I don't have that feeling when i'm in that level i do have a massive amount of negative emotional aura when i'm in rainbow ride really yeah mainly because i hate that fucking level <laughs> i'm not a big fan of it either it's that that's where the camera controls really fuck up for mm, me. i agree i agree but another thing with the i'm gonna go back to wet dry world for just one sure. second then, sure. I'm gonna clo- sure. then, I'm gonna, then i'm gonna close the book on it is people are like well like the the music is just eerie, and I'm like, you know, that's the same music in Hazy Maze Cave, right? Like, yes, it is. It's, and I remember when I first heard it, I'm like, this sounds like something I would have heard in Goldeneye, not the game, the like the movie. Mm. Like, it just it it has like that Eric Sarah kind of like feel to it. Mm. But then as it goes on, you get like that, like you get like that cave score is in there, and people like, oh, it's so eerie. I'm like. You actually listening to it, or are you just hearing what you want to hear at this point? But I digress. Mm. So, Rainbow Ride is, and I said this is where the camera angle shit really fucking bothers me because I just struggle with it. All that because you know, there, you're in the sky, so Lakitu should be able to turn anywhere you need him to. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he's like, "Up, oh, can't turn." I'm like, "Why can't you? You're in the sky." Mm-hmm. It's. That gives me issue. Uh, TikTok clock, be just because you need the oh, clock God. to be at certain levels to unlock certain stars. Well, I really don't have the patience for this. I don't either. I, I can get. I think I can, usually I can get like the first two stars, yeah. and then I just give up. I'm just like, yeah, there's yeah. no way I'm getting past this. Basically, by the time I've gotten through the other levels and I hit Rainbow Ride and TikTok clock, I only need about maybe one or two more stars. Mm-hmm. Then I have the seventy. I can go. I can go face Bowser in the sky. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, well, this game's over. I'm not going to 100% it. Don't care. I beat, mm-hmm. I've beaten Bowser. That's that's all I need. That's mm-hmm. all I need. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we're on this topic of levels, you talked about how Bob on Battlefield is your favorite. Do you have is Wet Dry World your least favorite, or do you have another? No, 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 no. I I enjoy I I do enjoy Wet Dry World. Uh, it just gives me sometimes it just irritates me. 
Um, I'm going to probably say that uh, Snowman's Land is my least favorite level of the game. Like, of, like, actual levels. I mean, you got, um, obviously, you got TikTok Clock and stuff like that, which is, but I feel like that's too obvious. But I just, I remember playing Snowman's Land just going, like, I really fucking hate this level. Like, I was playing it. And, I mean, yes, like, I think the first, like, two stars are, like, two to three stars are really easy. But then I'm just, like, I really don't like this level. Like, when you got to go up to where his head is, you got to hop over those you know, the, the conveyor belt that's coming out. You got to time it just right to do the double, you know, the, oh, the fun yeah. flip. It's just like, this isn't fun. <laughs> this just isn't fun. So like this, this has turned into work now. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that you and I both really like with this game is the, it is, we talked about the score and with it, and with it, the, the composition of the tracks, because you and I are big, big mm-hmm. fans of Jolly Roger Bay. Sure. Um, it's Jolly Roger Bay. You hit that first. So please stop calling it Dire Dire Docks. Mm-hmm. You hit Jolly Roger Bay first. In fact, you hit Jolly Roger Bay, and then you even go into the flooded room for yes. the eight coins before you even get to Dire Dire Docks anyway. So why people keep categorizing this theme as the I mean, it is the theme of Dire Dire Docks, but it is the Jolly Roger Bay theme first. Yes. But- I mean, I think that's a, I think it's a God tier theme, mm-hmm. just in my own perspective. And I don't, and, and, and I don't like water levels. I'm the first, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I hate, <laughs> I hate underwater levels. Especially the water level and Ninja Turtles for the NES. We're trying to have a good time here. <laughs> I'm dreading getting to that. <laughs> Save that for when we talk about the Cowabunga collection. Ooh, yes. I, I, in case anybody didn't know, I, I, I finally picked it up today. It's been out for about, what three weeks i think it came out and I, I finally was able to snag a copy of it because it's kind of hard to find um depending on the system you're buying it for of course i only have my main system to switch now so uh since i since george is now the the proud owner of my ps5 um so are you what, side note or have you decided what system you're buying it for are you buying it for the switch or the ps5 buy it for the ps5 yeah yeah oh uh, yeah that for some reason, the Switch copy is really hard to find, but I keep seeing it for like Xbox, PS5, PS4, stuff like that. But for some reason, the Switch copy is like super hard to find. I don't know. Reasons. Yeah, I don't know either. All right, so let's get into some final wrap-ups here and some final thoughts okay. on it. Sure. Um, it's rock and roll. We usually do like our out of 10 ranking on mm-hmm. all movies on this channel, as any uh, ardent listener will tell you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll we'll tack it on for here so i know it's your personal favorite but do you think it's a 10 out of 10 no 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 i I, it's not far but the camera controls do bug me at times some of the controls in the game you know i think are a little ridiculous trying to you gotta do certain jumps to get up on a ledge i understand that you know games do have to have a sense of difficulty um and they can't just be what's the word I'm thinking of uh, too, I, not too easy, but that, that's not the word I'm trying to think, but that's kind of what I'm trying to say. But at times it shouldn't be like, I have to do something like 10, 15, 20 times to do it. You know what I mean? To get it done. Right. That's always what does bug me about Mario games. Cause I never, I listen, I literally, I can blow through Zelda games and outside Mario and Metroid, two franchises that I love dearly. I feel like give me the same, anxiety where it's just like why do i have to do this 15 times to get it done you know what i mean like especially like a match for dread it was just like god non-stop um great game but it's very difficult uh especially if you haven't played a side-scrolling metro game in a long time <laughs> um i'll get back to it eventually um but um that i would say those two things are my is what I would knock it for. I don't really have any other complaints. Um, so I would probably give it a, I would give it a nine out of 10. Uh, I'm going about eight. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Okay. Uh, still a little on the high side. Um, it's just it. the controls mm-hmm. bug me. 
the camera angle bothers me and some of the levels I think are just I think they're hard for the sake of being hard yeah I mean I'll agree yeah, I, think was, so, I, I think some of the stars are intentionally like hey, fuck you yeah no I, I, I agree I agree um, I just can't give it below a nine because um, I think I think there's so much good in the game that it does outweigh those few negative things that we talked about let me ask you this real quick before what we got for before, before we really finish up on it. Is it about Sarge over there? It's about Sarge over there. Okay. Um, why do you think this game never got a sequel for the 64? Like a true sequel? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you because, um, I mean, I, a lot of people in the, in, I would say in like the Nintendo slash Mario community consider Galaxy as the true sequel to, to 64, but it would have been really cool to get like an actual sequel to 64. Like, like you have like Super Mario Galaxy is a true sequel to Super Mario Galaxy 1. Obviously, you know, Mario Brothers 2 is a sequel to Mario Brothers and Mario Bros. 3 to 2 and 1. You know what I mean? Like there was a progression in the games. Um, I just feel like, you know, if I had to guess what my guess would be is probably we were at a time in in the gaming world that you had Sony had come out with the disc you know the a disc based system a you know the, the PlayStation 1 um and Dreamcast had done the Saturn slash Sega CD you know in, in that time frame after the Genesis so and the PlayStation 2 and the Dreamcast were preparing to launch in about what 99 roughly ish i think that's Something when they like i think they both launched in 99 um so like uh, clearly you know what your competition is doing so i think nintendo if i had to guess probably somewhere around 97 98 um was probably like we need to start developing a new system um and we because our competitors you know sony and sega are creating disc-based systems not cartridge um because that was always a controversy that because sony and sega were already coming up with those systems you know the playstation one and then obviously you know the saturn and the cd you know um and nintendo stuck to their guns and stuck with cartridges for the 64 so they was like we have to do disc based for the gamecube so i think realistically um because pretty much after that initial run of, I would say, true platform titles for this for these the system, a lot of, and this is where the this is, you know, I don't want to talk down on the sixty four. This is where the sixty four does falter. It's third party games outside of like the two Bond titles and maybe a handful of others aren't very good. Um, so. They probably, I know it's a, it's a long way to answer to get to where I'm getting to, but it's basically they probably started diverting their attention to making the GameCube um, at that, that point and said, instead of putting out another 3D style Mario game, well, we're focusing on the GameCube. That's where the next Mario game is going to come out on. Um, why they didn't make it a true sequel to Super Mario 64 is beyond me. Sunshine's a great game. Um, but it's nowhere near as good as 64 was. Um, you know, it, it's, we sh it shouldn't have taken, you know, until the Wii to get a, air quotes, sequel to Super Mario 64. Because it, it's kind of like widely accepted that Galaxy is kind of like the, the, the actual se sequel to 64. Like, you know, you have sunshine which is a great like alternative style mario game it's very different you know with jetpack and stuff like that but galaxy was like the the next progression kind of like with the zelda series where you had excuse me a lot of people even though like twilight princess is kind of the sequel to um ocarina of time if uh link stayed an adult or something because the zelda there's like three concurrent timelines with zelda so like but like wind waker was like a divergent with the cell shading so like people like kind of like oh twilight princess is like what we cut we wanted out of a next zelda game after ocarina of time you know what i mean 
where it was like we had the great graphics we had like you know all that stuff like more of an adult link and stuff like that so um that's what I, I know it was it was a long-winded way to get around to that but i feel it was like i kind of had to explain what i was trying to say yeah no no that's yeah I, I I kind of agree. It was just at, at the time everything was going so fast. It was about who mm -hmm. was getting the next, mm -hmm. you know, who was getting the next title. Plus, a lot of those sports titles that were coming out started going cross platform. Yeah, um, like Madden, uh, NFL Blitz for a little bit was was uh, on several different platforms. So mm -hmm. it I kind of turned it Blitz games. I'm not gonna lie, they were fun. Yeah, so kind of I I feel like they kind of turned into especially with. And when, when with the wrestling games, you know, um, like attitude, I know, you know, we we both think it's uh, trash juice, mm -hmm. but that was on PlayStation. It was on sixty four, and it was on Dreamcast also. So it's about getting these titles. You know, it's like, oh well, if we get this title too, then somebody mm -hmm. won't, you know, cast our console aside and go get a PlayStation. So, so yeah. we'll just release that. So, yeah. It, it was a time. I mean, it was really a lot of catch up that maybe the, you know, a, a sequel just kind of fell through the cracks or they couldn't come up with a decent enough story and they just said, screw it. Yeah. And it's probably some, it's probably somewhere between what we, what we both have said. Um, and it's kind of crazy. You brought that up about like, um, that's always kind of been Nintendo's issue. I would say, you know, post the Super Nintendo is like, third-party games are really hit and miss on their systems. Uh, I mean, I could talk about it. Like, third-party games weren't terrible on the game on the GameCube though, because GameCube was a was a great underrated system. But like the way a lot of like, listen, if you weren't playing a, a, a Nintendo game, why the fuck would you even bother playing on the Wii? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, why would you play like Splinter Cell on the Wii? And I say that because I played Splinter Cell on the Wii, and it wasn't very good. Um, but that was when I just had a Wii at the time. So um, now it's a little different. I mean, the Switch is obviously not as powerful as like a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. But like now they I think they've carved they've gotten to their platform titles to where they don't need to harness a lot of third party games. Right. You know, they have the like Zelda. Breath of the Wild is one of the biggest games you'll ever play in your life. I mean, it, it, it the, the game is, it's, it's too massive. <laughs> it's too big. They were like, oh, we're going to create our own Skyrim, and it's going to be a thousand times bigger than fucking Skyrim is. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, oh, okay. Like, it's too big. Like, I don't even want to go back and try to play it again because it's too big. And it, it's shame because it's probably the second fucking greatest Zelda game ever made, if, if not the best. I mean, you can you really argue that it's the best Zelda game ever, but another story for another time. So, um, but do you have anything else to add, George? I got nothing else to add. Yeah, I think I'm good too. Um, yeah, this is good. Uh, so Tanuki Talk 3 is going to be in November. Uh, obviously, Chris, for the next six weeks, you're going to get the uh, 666 of Horror. We've cemented all 13 movies tonight. We finished that up tonight. Um, Obviously, Sunday the 18th, we were, we, before we got on the air, we had kind of, or no, so earlier today, we, uh, we had cemented the last four spots that were in the middle of it. So, um, that starts this coming Wednesday on the 21st, 21st to the 22nd, somewhere in that time frame, we'll get the, uh, first podcast out to you guys. And then, you know, Again, it'd be you know Sunday to Monday ish, then like Wednesday to Thursday ish for the for the for the shows, something like that. So, um, should be a lot of fun. Always looking forward to the six 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 piece of horror. Um, and we have the the Conjuring coming up. Uh, yep. This movie. Conjuring so. is uh, mm -hmm. is our lead off movie this year. So, yeah, because so, there's um, no because there's no actual sequel to Halloween three for us to follow up on. <laughs> true. Well, we like, are we did doing... like we did last year when we started off at Halloween two because Halloween one ended yeah. the first uh, six. Mm -hmm. hour, yeah. How how are we? We did decide we are going to do Halloween four this year. Um, I think we're just going to keep going with Halloween. We're skipping the Rob Zombie movies though. Hundred percent, they're not happening. Yeah. Um, but fuck it, let's just keep going. Who cares? If yeah. it sucks, we're just going to tear it to shreds. Like mm -hmm. next year. <laughs> like next year when we do Halloween five. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but uh, yeah, so well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a, another one. So the first two episodes of 66 Weeks of Horror is 
The Conjuring, and Alien. So, um, you know, two really great movies back to back. Looking really forward to seeing uh, to doing them. So, uh, and Alien will probably be a in person recording since I'll be coming up to your house on Friday, George, because you're off. I'll be coming up after work, so we'll probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll try to watch it before that. If not, we probably just we'll just watch it and then record it then. So right. I'll try to watch it beforehand, though, so we can just record and then uh, we'll figure it out. But, mm-hmm. um, that being said, everybody, thanks for tuning in uh, to Nuki Talk again. We'll return mid November, um, and that's it. We'll see you in a, in a few days. Um, yes. I've been Dean Holt Travel. I'm Soldier Rogers, and we'll see you in the horror verse. Oh. Ah.